Hey, this is Mike. Hey, this is Noor. And this is episode 184 of the Two Broke Watch Snobs podcast. Uh, we're doing something a little bit different this week. Kaz is elbows deep in a home renovation. Uh, he's a much braver man than I. Uh, he's doing some crazy bathroom tile work that I could never do. Uh, so here recording with my lovely wife. And uh, it's been a while since she's been on the show. So we thought it'd be a, a perfect opportunity to hop in and give you guys something a little bit different because surprisingly, um, we got some positive reactions to having you on the show. Why is that a surprise? I don't know. I mean, like, <laughs> I guess that was a mean way to say it. Yeah. I was going to say something meaner. I was going to say as uninspiring as you seem. <gasps> oh, my God. <laughs> no, but I guess. Uh, no, no, it was great. A lot of people, a lot of people really liked it. And I think last time you gave us uh, a take on some watches that you really liked. Uh, we did this kind of comparison between um, like the cheap version of something versus the expensive version of something. And then I didn't really tell you what was more expensive and what was cheaper. And I think you always said that you liked the more expensive alternative. Yeah, I have expensive taste. Yes, you do. Um, cool. So this time what we're going to be doing on episode 184, uh, we have some new releases that have been buzzing around the watch world and i thought it'd be a good good opportunity to get your reaction to those releases also we just uh bought a new house mm -hmm. congratulations to us to us um and one thing that i did selfishly in 2017 with the first place i bought a watch to celebrate that occasion oh wait in 2017 yeah when we got the this the condo? yeah mm. yeah so um which watch was that that was the one that you absolutely hate the doxa yep okay <laughs> it's good it's good that you know the brand and which one it how is how could i forget it the color yeah this is how much i talk about doxa in the home and how much i wear that watch actually so if you ever had any doubt uh how of how much i wear that watch you know, she knows it by name and definitely by color. Mm, yeah. So another thing that we're going to do at this episode, I have been thinking about a few watches to get to celebrate this occasion, even though I think it's a bad time to buy watches in general. But I'm still dreaming. But I'd still like to see um, what you think about the watches that I've been considering and I have them pulled up right here on this screen okay. so but before we begin we have a tradition here and we do the audio wrist check so I'm wearing a watch I gave you a watch about 10 minutes ago yep to wear uh, I bet you don't know what it is I just know it's a Seiko because it says Seiko do you want to start yeah, sure it's a Seiko automatic 23 jewels that's what it says on the thing. That's that's exactly what it says. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and what color is the dial? Uh, like a white, a uh, cream. Okay. I'm wondering by this point, without saying the reference number, if people already know what year 
you're wearing. So, and what's what's it on? A leather strap, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a really pretty color. It's like um, I don't I don't know what color that is. Like a beige? No, like a darker. I don't know. How what would, what would you say this color is? I think it's like a dark. Um, like a. It's like a gray brown almost. Yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a weird. Yeah, it's a gray brown. Yeah. I post I post this watch on the Instagram sometimes, and people cannot stop asking about the strap because I think it's so pretty. You know, the color is pretty pretty yeah. interesting. And it has like um like a cream white thread. Oh yeah, there's there's stitching on both sides. Yeah. Yeah. So it's really pretty, and it matches my shoes. It does match your shoes today. Yeah. So you can wear that all day if you want. Yeah. Well, okay. I would wear it all day, except the strap is too big. And I don't know if this is... I always have this problem. You do always. And I don't know. I can't be the only person that has this issue. Any strap. All the straps I've ever tried, like, they're always too big. Yeah. I put it on the last hole and it still like moves around. It's really annoying. So this is for listeners, this is the Hodinki Sedona strap that they make. And I forgot the the color name or whatever, but yeah, uh I wonder if some listeners, uh some female listeners have any advice that they could write in. But yeah, it is, please, it is <laughs> difficult for her to find straps because she has little twig wrists. So annoying. And so what are you looking at back here? What can you describe the back of the watch? Um, I don't know, is this the movement? <laughs> it's the movement, yeah. Okay. It says It says a lot of stuff. Yeah, I don't know what's important. So this is this is a Sarb 035. It's kind of a cult classic Seiko dress watch. This movement back here is called the 6R15. And it's an in-house movement that Seiko makes. My favorite detail on this watch is this S right here on the crown. Just look how deep and cool that is. It looks like a snake. It looks like a snake. Don't step on the snake. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. Yeah. And this one is actually discontinued now. And the price is... Uh, well, people got really scared when they got discontinued a little while ago. But um, you can still find them. And this watch, uh, give or take, is about, about like $380. Oh, or it should it be. It looks more expensive. It looks way more expensive. Yeah, it looks very classy. I really like this watch. The the finishing the finishing on that watch is not uh, $300. But if you look at uh, eBay, let's look at eBay real quick. So this is the price that it should be, like $375. Um, but this is pre-owned. But people are starting to go bananas with it. Like this one... 25 watchers and it's priced at $400. That's the same watch? Same watch. Look at this one. But it's on like a, a bracelet. Oh, I have the bracelet. The bracelet's in the box, but I just... Oh, I, it looks I so always, much better better on a leather strap. I think so too. That's why I always... But look at this. Look at this. $719 somebody's trying to sell this thing for. That's bananas. Look at that. But I think this is a fine watch for... Um, big wrists, small wrists. It's uh, it's just kind of classic Seiko before they got crazy with their their pricing. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, unisex, definitely. 
Yeah. What do you think about the size of the dial? No, I think it's perfect. Okay. Like I said, I would wear it all day if the strap fit me correctly. Yeah. I mean, thankfully, it's leather and you can just make another hole in it. But But that's going to ruin it. Yeah. I wouldn't want to do that. When you buy your Patek, they'll find something for you. Yeah, they have to. (laughs) Freaking paying like $40,000 for it. It better. That's not happening right now. No. Definitely not. Um, cool. So that's uh, that's a fun watch. I actually thought I lost that thing last week. Oh. Because I couldn't tell if it was here. I thought it was in this box right here under the desk. And then I tried to pull it out in the middle of the episode, but then I... Uh, yeah. Where I, was it? Um, it was in Seattle. Oh, yeah. okay. So I just brought it back today. Nice. Cool. So let me show you what I'm wearing right now. Why are you going to show me on the computer if it's on your wrist? Well, I just want to pull up some stats, and I want you to see, like, the all the stuff so we can learn together. Okay. So this, sorry about the truck noise. It's a, this is a CWC 1983 Quartz Royal Navy Diver, and this is uh, probably one of my favorite summer watches. Um, you guys have heard me talk about this watch uh, ad nauseum at this point, but this is basically um, a modern reinterpretation of a watch that was issued back in the early 80s um, to the Royal Navy. Uh, their divers specifically. The original ones are incredibly difficult to find uh, in good condition. And this is actually the watch that replaced the military uh, Rolexes that they were issuing to the Royal Navy beforehand. So, um, let me ask This replaced Rolex? Yeah, it replaced Rolex. Um, I'll show you that that very same Rolex. Um, It was this one. So, look at the similarities. You can tell that they were looking at the same specifications and trying to make uh, essentially a cheaper version of the same watch. Yeah. Yeah, it looks very similar. So, yeah, when you start issuing Rolexes to the Royal Navy, I, I think you start realizing that costs too it much. It's pretty expensive. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, this is also mechanical, so arguably um, there's a lot more that could go wrong, I guess, if you if you would bump it around too much or theoretically. I I, I think the Rolex could probably handle anything, but um, as time went on, this was the cheaper option. Mm-hmm. Um this watch fetches around, I'd say, close to two hundred thousand today at auction. What? Yeah, two hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, and we can't used. Yeah, of course, yeah, used. It's like it's a piece of military history, history. Okay. and watch history. I don't think the price is, you know, justifiable, but. Um, you know, these are incredibly rare, and it's actually difficult to put a stamp on how many exist in the world today. I don't know. I think it's the price is justifiable. 200000 If it's something super rare and, like, a piece of history, like, honestly, it should be in a museum somewhere. Yeah, it's going to be worth 200000 I'd rather buy a house. Well, yeah, but if <laughs> <laughs> you're a collector. I have, I have like, or a... I have a strict like cutoff 
with watches still. Like, even if I had the I'm money. I'm not saying we should buy it. I'm just saying, like, mm-hmm. it sounds like it's, like, an important watch. Mm-hmm. It's rare. They're not making it anymore. Yeah. And it's part of history. It's a historical, like, thing. Like, yeah, it should be expensive. Okay. Well, I don't have this watch. I have the modern mass-produced actually not even mass this one's limited edition let's see limited edition to how many pieces wait is this one also given to the navy so actually cwc this as i punch the microphone this company they exist more as um a military supplier today than really a watch company and um, they're getting they're getting more and more popular as they start to uh, reissue these heritage watches. So I think they realize that the brand has some some pretty cool history, and so they're taking historic models and revisiting them, and you know putting them out for semi reasonable prices. Mm-hmm. So this one sells for eight hundred and ninety nine uh, pounds. Mm-hmm. And that's like a hair over a thousand US, which some people think is really expensive for a watch with a battery in it. But oh, yeah, it's it's a battery operated watch. Yeah. Why the hell is it so expensive? I agree. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you heard it here. So what's your cutoff for something with a battery in it? Because I'm sure you've heard me romanticize about mechanical watches yeah like those actually heartbeat on your wrist it's like an art right uh it's like amazing engineering um but something that's battery operated like i I don't know Hmm. that's not why would that be worth a thousand dollars you know there are like like what are you paying for at that at that point i think i think the brand i think with this release specifically they probably shot a little too high on the price. Yeah. Uh, I think if it was like closer to 800 bucks US or maybe 700, because there are quartz watches that cost that much. There there are quartz watches that cost like well into the thousands. Quartz means it's battery operated? Yeah. Oh. There are like Grand Seikos. That That are are battery operated? That are several thousand dollars. What? Right. Because that that mechanism is done with uh, quartz crystal, and Seiko like grows their own crystals. Okay. And um, they have like like a special torque to the movement, and it, it's kind of crazy. It's so accurate. So quartz is also more accurate. It's more accurate than this. Wow. So some watchmaking basics. Okay. But you know, I, I think I think that a lot of people share your opinion in that this watch is a little bit too expensive. Okay. But I love it because if you think about it, in my journey, this this Rolex here is like my probably my favorite watch of all time. What? Yeah. And I've never I know that really I'm, I know I feel like that, this is the first time you tell me this. Okay, maybe not favorite, but like we we toss a term around a lot and we say grail. And so there's like, grail? yeah, like grail, like a grail watch that is like, you have attainable grails and completely unattainable. Like you're never going to own it. 
and this is that watch for me. I'm never going to own this. And so for, for a while, when I was still getting into watch collecting, I, I, I bought a lot of watches that looked like this, Mm -hmm. but were kind of just like copies that didn't really have any, um, any part in the story of this design and the military application. Uh, but then this watch came out and it's, you know, it has a chapter in that story. So I found that really cool. And this is, this is kind of where I'm staying right now in terms of the military dive watch uh, in my collection. So you'll never see me browsing uh, for some kind of military diver ever again. I okay, because you have the CWD one. Yeah, even though I really like this black one. <laughs> so what's the difference between like oh between those two? between this one and this one nothing at all so this one is just black and you get uh a, the date and the day of the week this one is called the sbs model it's the one they give to like special forces okay because they gotta like hide in the mud and, and if like something shines off this their their position will be given away oh during a covert operation oh, okay but I'm not that cool. I like the, I like this one more. You like the, yeah, the stainless steel the stainless steel one more. This one there's like there's more contrast. I'm on I'm just like <laughs> just based on how it looks. Um yeah. I like the <clears throat> contrast between the black dial and then the stainless steel versus this one's just, it's it's all black. Mhm. Yeah. Which I guess that would look good for some outfits. I mean, black on black goes with anything. Yeah. But <clears throat> anyway, yeah, this is this is what I've been wearing. And then because it's hot outside, it's nice to have the, the nylon strap. Mm-hmm. If you want to get the more expensive one, too. But I think it's this one. This one's basically almost. So why is that one more expensive? This one is a mechanical movement. Oh, OK. Yeah. But that is that is that's pricey for. So which one which one does the military actually or the the navy actually funny thing they use the quartz one okay yeah they use the cheaper one and they have to pay a thousand dollars per person to get it i'm i'm not sure what deal cwc has but i don't think it's that (laughs) (laughs) so okay i have a question would you prefer well the one that you have it's like you're the first person to wear it yeah so like, w- would it be like more expensive if you bought it off of someone who wore it while they were in like serving? Well, that's that's a completely separate like sub collecting journey that people go into with mm-hmm. these watches. There are people that collect these watches, but the original ones, and many times they only want something that saw either conflict or some kind of service. Yeah. I feel so, like that would be way cooler. Well, I had a watch that was kind of like that, and that was the one that I sold. Why did you sell it? I don't know. It's, I made. I made. Wait, what? What was it? What was it though? So people know. It was called a Smiths. Okay. W ten. Don't you remember? It was like a little. I was like, oh, I got this watch. It came all the way from. I think I had to go through a Canadian seller, and that's the one that I restored with the guy in bell harbor okay and i got it back in working condition but where did it come from 
Uh, it was it was an issued watch. It to was, who? To the to the uh, to the British Armed Forces. Oh, okay. Yeah. I feel like I recall you saying something about yeah. that. I don't remember what it looked like. <laughs> um, it was this watch. Let me see if I can pull it up. Uh, but so so it was it was an issued watch to someone who served. Yeah. You restored it. And I sold it. Why the hell would you sell it? A lot of people on this sh- on this show make fun of me for selling it. That was a bad decision. <laughs> That's like such a cool thing to own. Yeah, I know. I kind of regret it, but. <laughs> But yeah, some sometimes that happens. That's really that's a really nice watch. It is a really nice watch. And I really like that green. I really I don't know. I really like that green color. Yeah, because you have this. The hands have aged, and they're getting this like almost greenish beige tone. Yeah, and, and this, the strap matches. This oh, person so put nice. It, put it on an olive strap. So. Yes, so nice. Yeah, it's a pretty cool package. I'm not gonna lie. Kind of, that was kind of stupid. Anyway. So this is why you should talk to me before you sell anything. Yeah. yeah I, <laughs> I would have been like, no. What are you doing? For the listeners, I get really trigger happy about selling watches. Yeah, and... he's so crazy. I don't understand. You're like, I'm going to sell all my watches. And I'm like, why? Because <laughs> money is better sometimes. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. But yeah, that's what we're wearing. So one... Money comes and goes. Watches always... These rare watches are not going to be around all the time. All right. You know what's crazy? If I try to look for one now, so I paid... God. Smith's W10. I think I talked about this watch in episode one of the Two Broke Watch Snobs podcast. Wow. Yeah. So, look at this. Almost $2,000. Yeah, and how much did you sell it for, <laughs> dum dum? <laughs> <laughs> Like 800 something. Oh my God. <laughs> you lost so much money. <laughs> That's part of this hobby is uh, losing a ton of money. But also this company makes an alternative. They make an alternative that's quartz. And it's also pretty cool. And you can find issued ones for, gosh, even the prices on these are going up. Yeah, people love collecting military uh, issued watches. It's a huge thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, one kind of rugged military diver and uh, one very cool in-house Seiko on a fancy strap that doesn't fit you. Nope. (laughs) But it still looks nice. Yeah. So one thing that I wanted to do, um, there's a lot going on in the news right now. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people are keeping up with news differently. And arguably, I have been spending less time keeping up with watch news oh. um so i wanted to catch up on some stuff okay and one of the watches that came out recently that everyone is uh losing their shit over is called the tudor black bay blue uh sorry black bay 58 blue okay so it's this watch right here and I want to see if I can pull up an ad for somebody that's trying to sell it right now. So just you, you've walked into dealers with me before um, and you've seen me hammer people about Rolex and mm-hmm. Tudor and stuff like that and how it isn't really available. And then I've 
complain to you about how expensive things are. Yeah. So first of all, let's talk about price. So before we even look at the watch, this watch retails for $3,375. Oh my God. Do you think that's expensive for this for this watch? Yeah. So let's let me explain Tudor. Like we've talked about Tudor. You don't like Tudor. Mm -mm. You think it's like copy Rolex? Yeah. <laughs> but this is this is the It's like the Toyota to Lexus. Okay. All right. Jeez. <laughs> You're a harsh critic. Okay. So But this watch, this is this is like you know, this is Rolex family finishing fit, you know, in-house movement. It basically has all of the same things, but it's a different name on the dial. So, okay. I mean, but it doesn't look as nice. Dude, if Rolex made this watch, it would be first of all, they'd sell it for like 8 and a half thousand. It would be impossible to get, and then people would sell it to you for 15,000. Yeah. Okay. So just this thing has been not even out for a month officially. And but why are people losing their shit over it? Because it because it's blue and it's new. I don't know. Wait, so you think it's too cheap? Well, I I think I actually think that this price is fine. Three thousand three hundred seventy-five for you know a Black Bay Tudor Black Bay. That's fine. But what I wanted to show you is look. If you try to buy it on the bracelet, so you can't find these in stores. It's just like, it's just like the... You can't, okay. Just like Rolex now? Yeah. Like okay. there are some Tudor models that get so hot, like the GMT, um, or, or like also just like the Rolex GMT, they're, they get so hot that um, you just can't get them. Mm -hmm. So the price doesn't mean anything, but look at what you have to pay. If you want this watch right now, five thousand four hundred seventy-five dollars. Yeah, that watch is definitely not worth that. I mean, I don't even think it's worth three thousand. Whatever. How much would you pay for that? <laughs> I don't know. I guess hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, so this is and this is a me mechanical watch. She said this is a mechanical watch, and the movement is made entirely by Tudor. So in-house it's an in-house movement tutor and so like that's that's the thing people people love rolex because they're vertically integrated they yeah. do in-house movements in-house this that um tutor is basically there um but and you know it's funny there's something interesting about this watch a blue dial rolex diver like this is incredibly rare mm -hmm. they make one like this right now but the kicker is it's all white gold oh my god and that's a badass watch let me, let me see if this guy's got one of them yeah that's that's a watch that's one that i messed around with when we were in vegas oh okay back when you can so this is it oh my god they call this one the smurf the smurf yeah look at the price on that oof Thirty four thousand nine hundred seventy five. So if Jeez. You, that's that, I think I think that's another it's reason. All white gold, though. Yeah, 
That's another reason people are, are into this new Tudor. That one looks so much nicer. It's pretty nice. I think you like the, the more polished surfaces. So like this bezel here is ceramic. Mm -hmm. So this blue is more glossy. Yeah. Uh, the bracelet has a polished surface. You, I mean. It's shinier. It's shinier. I don't know. I feel like it looks like sleeker too. I don't know. I mean, Rolex makes an incredible product, but I think if somebody wanted a blue dial diver from the same kind of family. They have the same movements? The movements are a little bit different. Oh, okay. The movements are a little bit different, but you know, they're both in-house movements mm -hmm. that arguably come from the same family. Okay. Um, so, but yeah, you don't get the white gold with the other one. No. I mean, that's unnecessary. It is completely unnecessary. It looks the same in the end. Like, it's just <clears throat> silver. One, like thing, silver. one thing that I've been telling people about Rolex watches is that they no longer really interest me. Okay. Because I was into Rolex watches, I think, mostly for the fact that they produced uh, a lot of tool watches, watches that were just like no glitz and glamour to them. Mm -hmm. They were just like really, really good machines. And then they pivoted to be less of a watch and more of a piece of jewelry. So when I, did they pivot? Mm, I would say late seventies, early eighties. Oh, okay. You know, uh, but I mean, they they had some models that were glitzy before um, the Rolex President or the the Datejust. You mm -hmm. know, things that my my grandfather's watch that that I restored here, but um. Yeah, they, they turn into more of a jewelry status symbol. Okay. So I I also spent so much time looking at Rolexes that would be perfect for me, but I just found that, you know, they were too glitzy. So I think now if I buy a Rolex, I want something insane. Okay. Like in white gold. Oh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, bad. But yeah, this is... What do you, what do you, so this is not really that impressive to you, this Black Bay Blue. Um, it's okay. Also, they make a bajillion of these things. So if you go to Tudor, TudorWatch.com. Yeah. You'll probably get a ton of, like, Lady Gaga ads. Is that it? So this is it. Okay. But look, look if I go to the menu, let's go to the menu and let's look at Black Bay. And look at how many of them they make. So those are all black bay. These are all black bays. So they make them in red. They make them in black. They make them in blue. They make them in all black. And then you can go over to. You get you can get it in bronze. Mm -hmm. You can get it as a chronograph. Okay. Oh, yeah. that looks cool. Are oh, you like the two tone chronograph? Yeah. That looks pretty cool. I can't wear gold. Can you imagine me wearing gold like that? Yeah, why not? I can't do it. <laughs> so it's just, I mean, overall it's the same thing, but it, it's blue. So why are people losing their shit over it? I don't know. Also, Tudor, Tudor announced that they would be slowing down watch announcements, and a lot of brands announced that they would be slowing down the announcement of new products. Because of the pandemic yeah. and Basel World was canceled. Oh, yeah. All of the major watch shows were canceled. So I think 
people weren't expecting something like this so soon. Oh, okay. So they're just excited that something new came out. Yeah, but you can't get excited to the point where you, you need to start, you know, adding 2K to the price right. to buy it. Look how expensive this green one is that you like. Oh, <clears throat> it's not as expensive as the other one. 18000 This is steel, though. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're looking at the Rolex Hulk, by the way. I really like that one. Yeah, I know you do. It's so pretty. All right. Well, another watch that I wanted to show you because it's something that I can't figure out if I really like and it's new and uh, you know over at TBWS we love this brand they're called Mito we have a, a fine contributor uh, Baird who has produced several articles about this brand and I think they're really underrated and they're very affordable many times so I wanted to run through two watches um, but this one is so visually interesting that I just wanted to get your take on it. This is the Mito Ocean Star Decompression Timer Rainbow Diver. Um, what do you think of this thing? I love it. I love it so much. I want it. <laughs> I want to wear it. Before the show, we were looking at this watch, and she's like, what is what does all that say? What is that? Yeah, I don't know what it says, but it, it looks so fucking cool. Um, you describe it. I'm going to close this Um. Up. So, wait, can't, people don't know what it looks like? People do. Oh, okay. So, I, I love the colors. And it, I feel, like I don't know why it, like, reminds me of, I might get the time period wrong, but, like, the 80s. 80s? Yeah, I don't know why. Or, like, I don't know, it looks a little like retro to me. Well, the colors are definitely 80s Miami. Yeah, which is why I think I really like it. Um, and it's just, it's fun. I don't know. I think it's like a really fun looking watch. No, I don't even I just know. don't understand why there's so many numbers on it. <laughs> what, and what those, all those numbers mean. So, but it's very pretty. Like I would, if I was at a watch store, that would definitely catch my eye. And I would definitely be like, I want that one right now. So just judging from the name, decompression, I'm guessing that what we see on the dial is some kind of decompression scale and so when you're diving there's there's a very um there's a very detailed scale when you're running through your intervals of like how fast you go up and how fast you wait at a certain depth and then how long until you go to the next step to the okay. next step because if you just go up too fast you like explode as yeah. a human yeah uh, whatever <laughs> So that scale, I'm guessing, has something to do with aiding a diver in making those decisions. Okay. I don't even know what the price of this thing is. But that, I don't know. But, but that's a pretty... I really like it. It reminds me of Saved by the Bell. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, this is this is a fun brand. And let's see. Oh, cool. You can get it on, the, on a bracelet. Ooh. No, I like it on the strap with the, the threads that are different colors. Then you can't get it wet. That's leather. I would love it on this thing. It, it almost looks like canvas or sailcloth or the steel bracelet. Or on rubber would be really cool. Well, can they make like a black rubber one with these like accents? Like that, I really like the accents on the strap. That would be cool. The two-stitch leather strap that they have for this 
actually has accent colors. So there's yellow and green mm -hmm. on the 12 o'clock side and blue and pink on the 6 o'clock side. To do a rubber strap with those same accents somewhere would be pretty cool. Yeah. Also, this, I really like it. This watch How has, much is it? You want, you're like, I want it <laughs> I, now. I really do. <laughs> All right. It's really pretty. Oh, that's a good close-up of the scale. Look at that. Meters and feet. Yeah, I, I, I'm bad at math as it is, and I have no clue what to do with that. But anyways, let's look at how expensive it is. Oh, see, that's not bad. This is one thousand. I feel like that's really reasonable. And you know what? One thousand two hundred fifty dollars. Well, this is a brand also that the MSRP many times isn't what you'll pay for it. So you can get this brand pretty casually on Amazon, and you'll find the prices are much lower wow. than the MSRP. So okay, this is this is a watch that I'm personally becoming more and more interested in, and part of the reason is because of um baird our, our our team member he's he's been killing it with these articles uh but yeah so the 1250 for this watch is more attractive than the 3000 for this tutor yeah <laughs> and it's just a more interesting watch like i i i don't know i feel like that's just like uh it's just like it looks like any other watch to me yeah as someone who's not in, like doesn't know much yeah. about watches Definitely a fun brand. Um, the other cool Mito that we wanted to talk about was this Ocean Star GMT. So this is the same brand, and I think, again, closer to what you would call just a normal watch. That's nice. See, if you wanted a blue watch and you were thinking, should I get that, this or the Tudor, I'd say this, this one looks more interesting. Again, like it looks, I don't know, I would mm -hmm. prefer to get that one. Yeah. Well, this watch... The cool thing is that this watch does something that I have been begging watch companies to do again and again. Mm -hmm. So let me show you here. This watch, do you see this extra hand? Yeah. So it's a GMT. So with these numbers on the inside, you can track a second time zone. Okay. A lot of times brands will take this real estate, the outside, mm -hmm. and put those numbers there. But this watch keeps the GMT scale on the inner chapter ring. Okay. And this one keeps the dive scale oh, on the outside. Nice. So if I was wearing a GMT watch and you wanted me to time something in the kitchen, a lot of times I wouldn't be able to use this outer scale because if it was a GMT watch like the ones I usually wear, um, it doesn't have that scale. Okay. So this this is cool in that it maintains the ability to track elapsed time and a secondary time zone without really sacrificing anything. Yeah. So this and this watch, I'm sure the price is comparable or it might be even cheaper than the other one. It's a little bit cheaper, 1,190. Mm. Yeah. And you can get it in this blue color, this black and also two-tone. Mm. The last watch, news-wise. And this this new this newly came out? Yeah, this one's pretty new. Okay. I'm going to show you one last new one. Okay. Because I'm curious to know or see your reaction. We're calling this one the Sherbert Orange and mm. Cream GMT. What do you think about that? 
Uh, um, it's it's okay. I think it's hideous. Okay. And it gets me really mad because why do you, why do you think it's hideous? Dude, come on. So this watch is actually one that I really like. They've done it in a few different colors. Mm -hmm. So there was one that was just black. There was one that was green and blue. There was this one. Um, and then some other variation with, I think, orange in it. Okay. But this brand, they know what they have, and it's actually not that expensive. Um, let's see if we put the price here. Can't be that expensive. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. 1695 limited edition they're always limited edition and they, they do like a stupid number like less than 2000 and they sell out instantly wow yeah even though this could be a really really good seller for the brand they make them incredibly limited so but i'm not that bummed out about this one because i think the colors are hideous I don't understand you though. Like this is it's it's orange. You have a, a watch that has a, like a crazier like orange color to it, <laughs> and you like that one, and, and and you don't like this one. Like this one's like cleaner looking. You can actually see the numbers easily. I don't know. I don't understand why you don't like this one, but you like your Doxa. That's a good point. Maybe I need to be more more open minded. Maybe Zodiac should send me a free one. <laughs> <laughs> to review? You already have a thing on it. Like yeah, but we got to review. Actually, some, someone's getting it, not not me. I think Kaz is getting this one to, to actually uh, review. Okay. Um, but I could be Somebody on the team is getting it. So, yeah. To do like a hands-on review or whatever? Yeah. Okay. So this thing, um, you actually... We actually reviewed the other version. I want to take a quick look. Um, Super Seawolf. Here we go. This was the other one that had Ooh. orange. So I, I like this. This that one looks better. I don't know why. It does like, I don't like white dials. Oh. Or cream dials. Really? Yeah. Oh, I That's do. That's why I don't really wear this. I like. I really like white and cream colored dials. Yeah. But this one looks way better. I think. And the other one. <laughs> Sorry, it looks like Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what you say about my Doxa. I know. Can I show you something funny about the Doxa? You know, the uh, the white dial kind of reminds me of the Rolex you had that I said, like, looks like Halloween also because it's like a pumpkin. Yeah. <laughs> you really didn't like that that orange. You just don't like orange on watches all that mm, much, I think. No. So I don't know why. This is the doxa that I have. I think it's just like so in your face. <clears throat> Do you think this looks like a penis? <laughs> it kinda does, yeah. Yeah, people kept making fun of me about that. <laughs> and now I can't unsee it. So there you go. So that was cool. That was a take on some recently released watches. I have not been keeping up 
with watch news all that much because I don't know I've been super busy and it's just a weird time for releases in general nothing has really caught my eye but those those last ones were pretty cool so are those the watches you're like thinking about buying as like to commemorate a home no oh okay I think we can let's see we're about 45 minutes in and I think we got some time to to pivot to that so let me put this on the big screen okay so these uh, these go from differing price ranges. None of them break uh, three figures. So th these are all less than $1,000. Oh, okay. So I figured you would like that. The first one that I'm thinking about is this one. This is called a Citizen Nighthawk. And it's a pilot's watch. It's quartz. And I think it's one of the coolest watches ever. I'm curious to know what you think. Let's see if we can get some big photos. What do you think? Eh, I don't know. It's really busy. It's a busy watch because you have these scales on the inside. Yeah, what is all that? You can do pilot math for all the times that I fly in airplanes. <laughs> And, okay, you gotta like this. Oh, look how cute. There's little airplanes. There's, <laughs> that's what I was gonna show you. There's little airplanes. So you know how I told you about the GMT where you can track two time zones? You can track two time zones here. And no other watch does it like this watch. You have these two little airplanes and they spin around like this. When the red one is pointing to the red one points to this red scale, okay. and the white one points to this white scale. It's not pointing to the white scale right now. It's not pointing to the white scale right now because we know that this time zone that they're tracking is in the evening. So this is tracking, uh, looks like it's about to be 1,800 hours. So okay. you, know, you know that when you're, the second time zone that you're looking at, you know that when you're looking at the red, that time zone is in... A later period in the day okay and when the white one is pointing to you it's earlier oh, cool. up until noon okay so that's why one little plane is red and one little plane is white okay and they spin around all day all right it's very cute it is very cute i, I really <laughs> do like that <laughs> but overall you think it's too busy i mean i think it's i think it's a very interesting looking watch mm -hmm. it's, oh my god it is so busy yeah. what are all those little dashes on like the outer like dial what is that you can do like fuel. what is this like 65 what is that 50 55 70 you can do time distance speed calculations you oh can my do gosh. Fuel, fuel burn calculations pretty cool i mean that sounds really cool and it <clears throat> okay i think it's growing on me the more i learn about it I think it looks pretty cool. It's pretty rad. At, at first glance, it's like, whoa, that yeah. is super intense. What is going on? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's pretty cool. And I, I like the colors. Yeah. And I really <clears throat> like the little airplanes. Little airplanes. <laughs> the airplanes. second you saw those little airplanes, it all changed. Yeah. No, I, I like that it's also like that it's black and it has red and then and like, like white. And that looks, oh, the size is really nice. You think the size is nice? Yeah. I feel like you would think it's too big on your wrist. 
Really? You think so? Yeah, That's... because you try, you, it, I feel like it's as big mm. as that W, what is it? IWC. IWC, yeah. So I say the IWC big pilot is too big for my wrist. And yeah. you're like, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's a massive watch. It is, but it looks cool. Yeah, well, this does not, this costs way less. I know, but I feel like it's as big as that one. No, this watch is actually way smaller. Wait, it looked bigger on the other guy's wrist. Yeah, well, this guy. This, I guess this, this guy has a bigger got, wrist. Yeah, like Chad over here. So. Okay. I don't know. That's an option, and this watch, a lot of times you can get it for less than two hundred dollars. Okay. So, that's option one. Okay. This is the other one I'm thinking about. Oh no, no, <laughs> why? That's so ugly. No, get the other one. What is that? It looks like a freaking like boulder. <laughs> or like a tire. It looks like a tire. This is so you can get it. I bet I don't I don't like this brand of watches. What about in the green? No. You don't like it with the green. No. So it's not the orange that's messing with you. It's no, it's the style. Is this it's just everything? so ugly. Oh my god. So what we're looking at is the Casio G-Shock Master of G Mud Master reference GGB100-1A9. You sure? I yeah, feel, no. I, I feel, it's so ugly. Oh, look, I can be a real tough guy. Look at that guy. This one's more money than this. You really Citizen. like this watch? I don't know. It looks like a piece of tire. Like it looks like a, a tire on your wrist. Like a tire. It, it's quite thick. Yeah. Yeah. This is. Let me see. Oh, look, it's, it's just it's out of stock. Stock. People really like it. The specifications. Let me see. This watch. Hmm, how thick is it? It's like 19 millimeters thick ridiculous i know i think i i the thing is i like this watch a lot but i feel like the thickness will get me mad very very quickly because i'm short and big thick watches look really funny on me mm -hmm. you're like mm -hmm. well i don't know <laughs> i just don't like the watch at all i don't really like g-shocks though you don't like G-Shocks? I think they look like too sporty or like... Too sporty? Yeah. All right. Like it's like too casual. How big the, the, the IWC big pilots are so much bigger. Look at that. It's like flying off this person's wrist. <laughs> it's hanging over. That's a big watch. Yeah, it is. But I, I like it. I don't know if I can pull it off. Maybe. Maybe one day I'll be crazy enough to do that okay like, i definitely like there's no question i prefer the the citizen like, so okay off. between these two the g-shock and the citizen definitely the citizen yeah for sure all right so i saved something interesting for last oh you still have one <clears throat> one other yeah oh, okay and i i've been talking to a contributor um our junior contributor aggressive timing habits on the slack channel a lot okay. and he's a big fan of this one and i'm i'm definitely a fan of this watch but i think it's 
a little bit pricier than I'd like to get into right now. And he thinks that um, maybe I should put this in front of you. Okay. But uh, this one is called the Halios Fairwind. Mm. Okay. And it's... Uh... <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Seven seventy-five. Wow. Yeah. Let's see if I can find some more photos of it. Let's take a look. Oh, this is a photo that I took. You took that photo? I took this photo. You had this watch? Uh, we saw it at um, Wind Up. Oh, Back when okay. the world was not on fire. Uh, so this is actually a prototype. Um, this is the version that would ship. Okay. What do you think of that? I think it's pretty. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. But I like the accent of orange. On the second, oh, is on that the, the second hand, yeah, yeah, it's pretty nice. Yeah. So it's here's another good shot of it. Oh, you can get it with this bezel. So you can get it with steel, where like the outside is steel, mm -hmm. or you can get it where it matches the dial. So I think just, it looks better with the matched dial. The, the matching dial. Yeah. I think so too. Yeah, but that's you know. So what would okay? What would be the advantage of this watch? Um, you know, this is, this is a, like, fantastic, uh, kind of small batch manufacturer mm -hmm. in, in Vancouver, just a guy running the company. So I guess that level of, uh, I don't want to say exclusivity, but attention to detail is pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Um, he is very, very, um, he sets a high bar for himself. Mm -hmm. Um, so this watch People have been anticipating this watch, I think, for over two years now. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it's finally available for order. Uh, it probably, Why has it taken so long? Like I said, he sets a very high bar for Okay. Us. And so his watches do really, really well. Um, and when they're gone, they're gone. And, you know. He doesn't make more? Uh, he does, but it's kind of unpredictable okay. as to when they'll come out. Uh, but... You know the thing. The thing with this is that ideally, this watch would be nice to have when traveling. And I feel that if I traveled somewhere and something happened to it, I'd be pretty upset that I either lost a seven hundred and seventy dollar watch or got mugged. You know, somebody actually got mugged in a different country, and um, they took his watch. They took a Helios. I'm it's sure crazy. they didn't know what it was though, and we're right. like, they saw, "Damn it, what the fuck is this?" They mm. saw something shiny on somebody's wrist, yeah. and they took it. Yeah. So, ideally, that's another thing. I, I, when things kind of revert, but it's better than losing like a Rolex. It is, but I would still be mad about losing this. Uh, G-Shock or a Citizen? That's like two hundred dollars, not so much. What? Okay, I. What do you like about the G-Shock? Like, I just, I, I don't know. I feel like I was really close-minded to it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know if I like this one that much. I'm just, I find it amazing. What's amazing? I don't know. It just looks like it's going to punch you in the mouth. Yeah. <laughs> it does. But maybe I don't like it all that much. Who knows? I feel like this one looks busier than the Citizen. This, yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. 
Yeah, I don't know. We'll talk about it over dinner. Okay. Wait, you're actually going to get one? <clears throat> okay. <laughs> Maybe you can get one next year. Maybe you next year. You can commemorate uh, the one-year anniversary of owning a home. That's true. That's true. We'll be in a better place financially at that point. Yeah, furniture is expensive, guys. Huh. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. That's a really good shot of it. This one won't be here next year, though. Oh, for, well, for sure. That's unfortunate. <laughs> Too bad. Well, the Halios. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. It's so pretty. It is a very pretty. That's a that's a nice. I really pick. like it. So, which one do you think of the three is your favorite? Um. Well, I like the way the Halios looks the most, mm -hmm. but it looks. It seems like the citizen has more use like so i guess it kind of depends on what you're looking for people really like this watch <clears throat> and the joke the joke among watch enthusiasts that are also aviation enthusiasts is that brands like to they like to market a lot of stuff as products that pilots actually use so iwc you know will advertise the big pilot and they'll show pilots and planes and shit like Do they that. actually use it? No. Oh. Pilots actually use Citizen the most. Wow. So like at the FAA Academy, for example, I saw mostly Citizen. Citizen, watches. okay. And G-Shocks. Oh, and G-Shocks. <laughs> yeah, so. Um, Does your dad have a G-Shock? My dad has several G-Shocks. Okay, that's what I thought. And he breaks them a lot. Yeah. Which is a tough thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's such a rugged watch. I guess, like, it's okay, like, if you're, like, I don't know, gonna go, what do, what do rugged guys do? <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't know a rugged guy. I don't know. <laughs> I think if I was going to get a G-Shock, I'd probably get something like this. It's $60. I can travel well, with it. That one's not even. Uh, I like the one that you showed me first more than this one. Really? Yeah. This thing is cool. The other one looks cooler. They're like astronauts out there with this thing. Really? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. This one is actually. This one was actually issued to uh, to the French Navy for some time. I know, but the other, the that one, the orange one you showed, that one looks crazier. Like I don't know that one. I don't. If you if you have to buy a G Shock, I guess that one would be fine. Like that, I would. I like that one compared to this. The DW sixty nine hundred. Yeah, this one. I don't know. It looks like a toy, like a toy watch. At least the, the GGB one hundred one a nine. Whatever. I don't know what you call it. <laughs> like that one. Like actually looks like it's like a fucking bomb on your like wrist and it's gonna like explode in your face all right. or like you said punch you in the face i don't know it looks more intense all right we got some decisions it's like go big or go home all right like don't don't buy that that's like a <laughs> g-shock <laughs> it's like not really shocking a lot of opinions a lot of, <laughs> a lot of opinions i've probably offended so many people i'm sorry well, we'll see we'll see I think this was a good episode. Thank you for sitting with me. Yeah, this was fun. Yeah. You can see how my mind works when I go through these things. Yeah. 
But uh, okay, well, bit of a different episode. Um, hope you guys enjoyed it. Next week we'll be back. Um, you know, maybe we'll do something different. Maybe we'll do traditional TBWS stuff. But hopefully the variety that you've been seeing recently with different contributors coming up on air, Kaz doing solo episodes, or us doing these types of episodes. Uh, we just want a little bit more variety for Two Broke Watch Snobs in 2020. So with that, uh, don't forget to catch the show notes. I'll be leaving links for all the watches that we talked about here. Uh, don't forget to visit the Patreon, patreon.com slash Two Broke Watch Snobs. Uh, there are a lot of cool treats there. Uh, a lot of different tiers that you can contribute to and a lot of fun perks for membership. Uh, we're seeing membership grow because a lot of the perks that we've added recently, and honestly, they're just a ton of fun. The folks that jump into the Slack channel um, after joining that specific tier, it's just fun. We, we all chat about stuff all day and leave some dank memes and mm. fun photos. What are the perks? You can talk to us. Oh, okay. <laughs> you can talk to us. <laughs> There's no more sliding into our DMs. You know, you gotta you gotta be part of the ex- exclusive club. Okay. Yeah, and it's it's kind of a blast. There's a lot of people in there right now. Actually, they're 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 talking to each other right now. This is a TBWS family Patreon Ooh. chat. Nice. So. Wow, how many people are there? Twenty four. That's like 20, wow. 24 people in here right now. That's a big chat. Yeah. So. There it is, the CWC. Yep. So check that out. Um, and also, if you have any questions, the response time takes a bit longer, but you can uh, send us an email. Oh, I like the watch Kaz is wearing right now. Oh, the Omega? The Omega, yeah. yeah he's got to fix that thing. Like a the light tan uh, leather strap, too. So nice. It's ostrich. It's ostrich leather? Yeah, he killed oh he killed the ostrich. No, he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry I interrupted you. That's a really cool looking watch though. Yeah. No, and finally if you want to email us, it's tbws.contact at gmail.com. Send us some love or hate mail, whatever, and uh, we'll get back to you or not. With that, you wanna say goodbye? Sure. Okay. Thanks for listening, guys. My name is Mike. My name is Noor. And you've been listening to Two Broke Watch Snobs. Later. Mm-hmm.